There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Late Night with Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. Hello, Mark. Hey, Kath. Hey, what you got? Um, I'm <laughs> I'm a bit late, but I want to talk about family. Good. Let's have it. Because uh, um, I was catching up on your show last week. Yeah. And um, on Friday, I was listening to Thursday's show, and mm. it was all about family. And uh, I wish I'd sort of called in. And then um, I was going to call in on Friday, but I bottled it. That's all right. It's never too late. Uh, so I just thought I'd... Um, I was up listening to the show just now, and I thought I'd just call in. Oh, good. Um, about family, because uh, I was listening to lots of different sort of stories on Thursday... And um, I thought I'd add my two pence where it's quite an interesting story, if you like. Um, A bit of a mix, a sort of two halves. On on the one side, really, really close, lots of love and and, um, quite a unique thing. And then uh, another part of it, um, you know, a sort of a disowning aspect. So the language is quite harsh, but I'll just dive straight in. Um, A little over six years ago, my parents killed themselves. Oh God, I'm sorry. Um, well, no, 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 no. Don't be sorry. It's the only way. It's the only way of starting the conversation. It was planned. My dad was really, really ill, um, cancer, seven years, um, and so him and my mum basically chose when they were going to go. So um, self euthanisation, I suppose. Okay. Um, and um, I knew about it. Knew about it for a long, long time. And I uh, was involved in sort of preparations, you know, for end of life and, uh, you know, getting their affairs in order. I wasn't there, you know, the actual moment when when it came. But I was um, I was there in the last sort of few days when my dad, you know, took a real bad turn. Um, and so having sort of known for so many years that this was coming... My dad was, had cancer for about seven years before he died. Um, I was really, really well sort of prepared for it. And, and also, you know, towards the end, this health sort of deteriorated. So he knew it was coming. And um, I uh, heard a lot of stories of, you know, not, on, not just on the show, but sort of, you know, in my life from people that I know who have parents generally you know, who sort of had this kind of slow um, decline and, uh, and almost heartbreaking stories, really. Um, you know, listening to um, Fake Sheila as mm-hmm. well um, on Friday, you know, talking about her situation. And even though it's quite shocking, my story, and when I tell people that, I get a reaction you sort of gave me, I actually felt... Um, really lucky in a way and sort of quite blessed I never really had to go through years and years of you know watching someone that I loved um, in a state of sort of um, 
well, let's just say in a state where their sort of quality of life was, was that sort of diminished. Um, and so that's kind of the one side of it. And I love my, my parents. They were great parents, you know, and uh, we talked sort of every day for the last few years. Um, very, very close. You know, it was a big, big miss when they went. Um, but I never actually needed to grieve for them after they went because I'd done all of that in preparation um, in advance yeah. in a sort of way because I knew what was coming. So when, when the moment of departure actually came, I was very, you know, calm about it, very, um, like I say, blessed in a weird sort of way um, and sort of gave them my blessing kind of on their way. So that's kind of the one, that's one part of the story, if you like. That's incredible. Um, and can I ask you a few questions about that? Yeah, sure. I find it really interesting. Of course, everyone's reaction when you say you lost both your parents is, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Mm. And and cancer's an awful, awful disease. And, yeah. um, God, you know, it, it's, it, it does terrible things to people. But what, from what you're saying, the fact that they'd chosen the time and sort of method of their passing and then they were doing it on their terms while they were still able to make decisions. Um, yeah. That was a huge comfort. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, the cancer that my dad had, it was a rare form of lymphoma. Right. So he had his faculties um, really kind of right up until the last week. Um, you know, he had, sort of, he had a, a, a sort of debilitation, if you like, you know, physically, you get sort of tired and like that. But it wasn't, I mean, there were many different types of cancers. This wasn't one that, you know, um, made him sort of bedridden for years and years. So right. he, their decision was as long as there was a quality of life, then they would continue. And as soon as that stopped, then they would go. And they didn't want to carry on without each other by the sounds of things. Well, <laughs> well this is the thing. Um one of the things that people sort of ask me is, well, you know, you talk about your dad, and your dad goes, what about your mum? Why, you know, why did she... Didn't, how do you feel about her doing that? Why didn't she stick around? I've got kids, and they were quite young um, at the time. You know, was it selfish of her to go, why didn't she want to stay around and see her grandkids sort of growing up? She, yeah, she was... Um, she was sort of so devoted and so in love with him that she, I mean, she literally couldn't see her life without him. I mean, you hear that phrase, don't you hear that phrase being sort of bandied around, oh, I could never live without him. I don't know what I would do, you know, without my significant other. Well, she literally couldn't um, to the point where she was prepared to go with him. And... Um, while she wasn't in brilliant health herself, you know, she she wasn't, you know, she could have um, continued. Mm. But she she didn't want to, yeah. So they um, they chose the time and they wanted to be at home, yeah. Uh, and they were at home. And um, he, in the sort of last week, when it got, you know, he kind of like fell off the cliff, if you like, in terms of the physical side of it, he, he was taken to hospital. And then when and I came, I went to visit, and then when we knew that, um, you know, that was it, then we discharged him and um, took him home. And I spent the last sort of few days at home 
with with them. Um, and then I, you know, because of the legal situation in this country, mm. uh, I left right. um, the day before, knowing what was coming, but just, you know, so that I wasn't there and there, there couldn't be any sort of implication or confusion um, about involvement, you know, I sort of left. But Is that the way you would want it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And here's the thing, right, is I got to say everything I wanted to say to them before they went. I, I was not in a position where I, you know, having, having my parents die, I'm having to, you know, go through the rest of my life thinking, well, what if I'd only just said this or if I'd only just said that or, you know, I never got a chance. You know what I mean? Yeah. I had that opportunity to say all of those things, everything you could possibly have wanted to say. I mean, closure is, 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 a, is a sort of an easy word to kind of bundle it all up in, but um, it really is that. And um, I, I have not cried since they died, and that was over six years ago. Um, not because I don't miss them, but just because, um, you know, I, I, I said goodbye. And, uh, and I, I did all my grieving, you know, in, in a time when they were sort of alive, in a, in a weird way, um, over a long period of time. So when it actually came down to it, although it was a shock because it happened suddenly, relatively, you know, within about four or five days, um, it, his sort of physical condition, you know, kind of dropped off. Uh, and although it was sudden, it wasn't, you know, I was prepared for it, and so it wasn't a surprise. Yeah. Now, you, I mean, I'm happy to answer questions about that, but here's the thing. <laughs> the other side of the family... I spent my time those last sort of few days with them and my sister. And the, so that's another story you may, you know, people may sort of find that quite a sort of quite a tight, loving um, story, I don't know, between, between me and them. Well, I mean, you say that you haven't um, cried since they died, but you've just had me in tears because... I think anyone who's lost anyone, and I've lost too many people recently and yeah. not had a chance to say all those things, that's yeah. such a special time. And what a special opportunity to be able to oh, do that and to know the time that you're going and to be able to make sure you get all that stuff out and that they're in, left in no doubt as to how much they mean to you. That's incredible. Late Night with Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Online, on DAB, and on the Talk Radio app. Talk Radio. Yeah, and when I say, I've sort of got to say everything I wanted to say, I don't mean in those last few days. I mean, in the in the you know seven years yeah. previous to that when he was diagnosed. Um, so yeah, I mean, incredibly lucky, very very blessed. Um, I didn't have to see them suffer for years and years. I didn't have to see you know dementia sitting in or you know a nurse or no. any of the other sort of really debilitating... You know, yeah, there was none of this. Um, you know, I remember being really struck with um, when my grandma, one of my, my first grandmother died, when she was at the tail end of her life, and this was a proud woman who'd been a home help. She'd always been the person administering the care, and then all of a sudden there's people coming in and asking her whether she's been to the toilet or not and using her first name when she really wouldn't have appreciated it and stuff and treating her like a baby. And I thought, my God, she would hate this. I'm, I'm just hoping that she's not as with it as, as she would have been, you know, three, four, three, four months before. I mean, there was a, 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 a very, very quick decline with her. Um, but it it hurt to watch it. It hurt to watch her being treated differently because she was such a dignified woman. Yeah. And wouldn't we all really... I mean, you know, we, we, we would all... Not wouldn't we all. We would all, given the opportunity, um, choose our own time yeah. if we could do it peacefully. I think so. And, uh, there, listen, there are some people with a strong faith who believe it's not their... It's not their duty to, you know, it's not their right to choose. But I think there's oh, I no think one listening to this that I don't think that, that wouldn't be moved by by that decision that they made and the fact you made it all together. I think, yeah, and I think it is their right to choose. So, I mean, just before you... Be, I mean, I, I know that time is like a premium. I've got plenty of time for you. We'll, we'll bunch things together because I want to hear you out, Mark. I appreciate your so call. The, the flip side, and also not the flip side, but there's another angle, right? So, I and mean, that is a very sort of loving, moving, you know, amazing sort of story. Um, my parents uh, came to, you know, to the UK from other countries. So I, my, me and my sister were sort of born, you know, the first generation here. But that meant that when we were growing up, I had absolutely no other family over here so this idea of an extended family of cousins and aunts and you know and all this it was completely alien to me I had none of that yeah. at all sort of growing up so there's another sort of side of family for like which which I have absolutely no concept of right? I have none of that so it was just me and my sister but here's the thing I have not spoken and will not speak to my sister since the funeral of my parents. And that is because um, she, so there's, here we go, you know, let's talk about families, right, and, and, and how you're born into this 
into a family and you don't get to choose, right, who you're born into family with, there isn't really a lot of detail to go into. And it wouldn't be right anyway because it is just one-sided. But to Pracy, she treated them abysmally, in my opinion. My opinion was of her behaviour towards them was terrible um, and was lacking in respect for all sorts of reasons, very historical. It goes, kind of, it goes a long way back. We had a sort of a, a, a you know, unique upbringing. That, like I say, they came to the country from other places. Um, they were hippies. It was a different sort of upbringing. Right. I embraced that. My sister did not. I think she resented it. So there was a bit of a backlash. She never really sat very well with them. There was a lot of difficulty with her. Difficult, different personalities then? Didn't blend? Different per- yeah, completely different personalities. You know, I sort of embraced that, the difference. She um, found it, I think, sort of quite difficult. And she had a lot of resentment, I think, towards them. And, and as we sort of got older and, you know, became adults, she obviously went off to live her own life. But I felt that she treated them sort of terribly. Anyway, blah, 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 years go by. Finally, you know, he's he's sort of dying, and we know this is about to happen. I go and stay with him for a few days. She pitches up and stays as well. So we're all there. Right. And um, she kind of makes this big show of sort of unity and in front of, you know, my dad, and, you know, we will, you know, we're going to kind of reconnect and you guys are going to go, but, you know, sort of basically go knowing that we're going to be okay, me and her. And we'll look after each other. Yeah, we were sort of quite estranged. And then they died. Um, And then then sort of something happened between them dying and the funeral, which was only a couple of weeks later. And um, it, 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 it just sort of put her whole... And bearing in mind, I'm not going to say this is definitive, but I know you're very sort of mindful of two people's, you know, come at, come at you know, situation from, you know, different angles. It's their own story. But my story is, my interpretation, my belief is that the way she acted was unforgivable. Unforgivable. Um, and, um, and as a result, I have not spoken to her since since the funeral, right? So over six years ago. Right. And we'll never speak to her again. And um you know, and, and as far as I'm concerned, you know, she 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 is also dead to me. Um and it's a, and I just thought I would share that story because it's such a it's a weird sort of juxtaposition, isn't it? Um those two you know, those those two strands of my same family and how I felt towards, you know, my parents and how I felt sort of towards yeah. my only other, um, you know, living relative in this country. Um, but again, that there, I have no sorrow towards that. I, 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 I wouldn't even say I've had to reconcile it because um, it's not something that I miss. So around that time, then, it feels like you accepted that you weren't part of that kind of family anymore. Well, certainly not part of her mm. you know, family. And we were, you know, we were sort of estranged for a long time. We never really sort of got on. And then you know, once, once he was sick, 
through those seven years, we made more of an effort sort of for him, for them. Um, and there were times when we would sort of come together as a family and, and, and there was a sort of an element of closeness. But you know what you were saying the other day about um, when somebody, you know, reveals themselves and to you yeah. and you then just need to make your choice about whether or not you're going to have that around you. You know, yeah. you can't change them, you can't, you know, all That's of that. It. Can you, you accept care, right? that they're different? And yeah, can you get are. around it? Can you still care about them? Can you still manage to um, incorporate that difference into your life without hurting yourself in some way? Yeah, and my my um, my conclusion to that was no. So I'm not. Okay. I haven't, and I'm not, and I won't. So, um, do you feel like you're alone in the world now? Um, well, I don't feel like I'm alone in the world. Um, and this sort of invites, this kind of comes into, maybe sort of very slightly into other, another area that I hear a lot on the show, right, when people talk about being alone and, and sort of loneliness. And, um, uh, I, I am sort of alone in, in the marital sense, <laughs> Um, you know, I've got kids, but I'm, I'm not with their mum. Right. Um, and I've had um, a sort of... I have had a, a partner since then, but I ended that. Uh, and I have... I've actually... I sort of created a life for myself, very much sort of around the children, right? I'm very much sort of a dad. Yeah. Um, and outside of that, I've sort of... Uh, um, I've actively kind of reduced my um, my involvement and contact within the world so that I can be alone as much as possible. And I don't feel lonely and I don't feel alone. Um, and again, you know, it's something that I sort of hear quite a lot on the radio and people do talk about loneliness Um but I don't feel loneliness. I sort of feel more content when I am in my own company than than I am sort of around other people. And it's not to say it's always been like that. Uh, you know, I'm in my late 40s, and I, um, throughout my 20s, had a very, uh, and 30s, you know, worked in a very sociable trade and had, had a business that sort of basically involved me um, traveling around quite a lot with people all the time. Um, it's just, you know, how the years have gone by and my experience has gone by. Um, my parents sort of, you know, leaving, they were, I was very sort of close to them. Mm. Do you think you're protecting I, yourself now? N no, 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 not protect, no, uh, genuinely, genuinely, it's not that, it's not that kind of insular sort of protectionism. It's just, um, I just find sort of people so disappointing most of the yeah. time. Um, that uh, I have an easier time, <laughs> an easier time without them, um, without being around them. So I, even though I am on my own, I don't feel alone or lonely. It's really fascinating. I mean, whatever works for you, whatever works for you. I, I know, and it's um, it, and it really does work for me. And, and um, you know, I still have a couple of of what I call sort of really close friends. 
um, who I do see and who, you know, I do speak to a lot. Good. Um, and they sort of I'm saying it. good because it reassures me that you are quote unquote normal. Do you know what I mean? But it's none of my business. Whatever works for you works for you. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, normal, but it's, it, it's, most people sort of find it, most people find it sort of hard to either understand or to accept, you know, when I say those things to them, when I sort of tell the story about my parents and um, uh, and the reason I'm using Mark is just because, you know, at the time it, um, it was quite a unique sort of situation. It got a bit of press coverage, yeah. you know, and um, so I just you know, wanted to be a little bit fairer to to um, my sister, yeah. for example, who's still alive. Uh, hence, hence, I'm using my name, Mark. But um, yeah, it's uh, it, 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 it's it's sometimes it's difficult for people. You know, they, they kind of they'll say to me, "Well, why don't you want to meet someone? You know, why why don't you want to do more? Why don't you want to kind of you know go and do this that and the other? Why do you?" Sure, you must sort of feel lonely. Or no, but that's only because they're what, comparing or, you to themselves and they're thinking about what they want. I know. Or, or what about your mum? You know, why didn't she want to stay around for the kids? Aren't you angry uh, for that? You know, how could she go? How could she just, you know, leave? You know, she what? She didn't have cancer. Why didn't she want to stay around and see her grandchildren grow up? You know, why doesn't that make you? Doesn't that make you angry? What's the point? So What's hard, the point of being angry about it? Huh? What would be the point of being angry about it? Wouldn't bring them well, back, would it? Uh, no, no. But I mean, uh, you know, why didn't you talk her out of? Oh. Going. Why didn't Why didn't you try and you know make her stay around for the grandkids? And I did have that conversation with her. Um, but it wasn't a very long one. Um, and and you know, she, it's, you know, I had to respect what she wanted. I mean, that's probably my only regret, I guess, in any of it, um, is that they didn't get to sort of see the the kids sort of growing up. Yeah. You know over the last six and six and a bit years. Yeah. That's my only regret. But the rest of it, um, I wouldn't change it, you know, for a thing. I feel so lucky that I, you know, have those memories that I haven't had to see them for years, you know, in pain or, like, you know, in hospice. Um, and that I also, there's nothing I didn't get to say to them. And I think that's, that, that really is a blessing, you know, in life. It's an incredible story. Thank you for trusting me with it, Mark. I really appreciate your call tonight. Well, I mean, it's um, I uh, it, I, I, I mean, it took me a little while to call. It's taken me two days to call up, <laughs> and uh, you know, I was going to call on Friday. I did, I did tweet you about it, and yeah. I was going to call you on Friday, and then I bottled it. And then when I sort of saw that Ian wasn't in tonight, I thought, well, this is it. Maybe. Huh? This is it, you thought. Let's do it. I thought, well, you know, don't know when the next chance will, will come. <laughs> All right. Well, I really appreciate it. Thanks for telling me, Mark. It's, um, it's given me a lot to think about, and I'm, I'm sure I'm not the only one. Thanks very much. I'm going to have to leave it there because Daryl's waiting to come in. Flipping it. Uh, um, wow. Thanks for your company over the last few days when I've been on my Todd. I've not felt alone at all. Um, hopefully, uh, we'll be back in business with Ian tomorrow. In the meantime, look after yourselves and uh, I'm going to hand you over to Daryl Morris. He's got an absolutely wonderful show for you. Have no doubt about that. You take care of yourselves. Good night. Online, on DAB and on the Talk Radio app. Talk Radio. 
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 